Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wally's here. Ashley's here. Join the Beats here. Josh is here. Who else is here? Gene's here. Come on, Ken. Let's get it. There's Jesse. Here no, comes Jesse's here. Jesse, what are you doing here? What a surprise. Hey, I love it. I love that Jesse boy. I love him too. He's mine. No. Uh, okay, so we have a great show for you folks. Art up the wazoo, I can tell you. You got two amazing artists here today. Myself, I kid. <laughs> and one great puppeteer myself uh i kid you have of course and the one and only mr j there's There's scott there's fergie there's bealsy i love some potential potential contestants for the american oops sorry yeah why would you say i was just telling jay how much i loved his work (laughs) for what uh, All right, so go ahead, you speak. We're talking I'll over try. each other. I tried. It's your turn. <laughs> hey, about halfway through the show, we're going to announce our contestants for Sunday show. America's got Not contestants, finalists. We had a lot of contestants, but now we have finalists. Hmm, good point. See what I'm saying? There was mm-hmm. a step. We had all the contestants, everybody submitted. Thank you. There was a lot of great submissions. And then we unfortunately had to weed it down. And so we're just going to let you know that we had to weed it down to 10 people because of the amount of time we have, the amazing acts. And unfortunately, we had to exclude some that you know we didn't want to. But uh, I think we have a good variety, don't you, Gene? Yeah. And uh, just to restate it, Jess... We're going to announce them about halfway through. We're going to let people file in and uh, build up a little viewership here, and then we're going to reveal it. Um, but before we do that, oh, hi, Ashley. Cool. Um, before we do that, we've got a really special guest. We do. We do. I mean, and most of, you, most of you know him already and know his work. Do um, they? How do you I know they so. do? Come on. Tell um, who he is. Tell them Muppet fans, they probably do. Jesse, um, Jay, Jay P. Foskett. I have to ask him what P stands for. Perfect. Jay Perfect Foskett. I gave him a new title, cultoonist. Not just Uh, a cartoonist. Cultoonist. He is a cultoonist. um, You've maybe seen his work, uh, his illustration work for Sesame Street and DreamWorks Animation, My Little Pony, G.I. Joe. Jim Henson's Labyrinth, The Dark Crystal, Fraggle Rock, The Avengers. And goes the on list and on. goes on. Deadpool, Jessica Jones. The list goes on. And he does some pretty badass caricatures. I have a cool book of his where he just uh, drew caricatures of all these female friends of his that inspired him. Look and here. he's Is that? I can't see it from here. Is that oh, one of his? It's a, it's a Fosgit original, baby. Nice. Absolutely. Right there. Why don't we bring him on and then we can show a little bit more of his work. Nah. Let's just talk about the work. Let's just talk about him. 
what else can we say? You know what I like he, what he does best? I hope uh, he I hope he's wearing one today, but I love when he wears dinosaur like shirts, dinosaur okay. themed shirts. Especially like and I think he looks great in blues. I'm hoping he wears something like that today. Okay, well let's take a look. All Please right. welcome Jay Perfect Foskett, the cool tunist. Oh, you're right. There he is. Wow. Oh, but it's green, actually. I was wrong. It's not blue, but you look in green, too. It's aqua. So aqua. Thank you're you. close. Thank you. Mm -hmm. How are you? Good. How are you two doing? We're good. We're good. Are you? So when you look at where are we? Are we in your computer? Where? I uh, when you so look my camera's up. here. Yes, That's where we you're are. You're here. We're over and there. My phone's cool. here. So, <laughs> yep. and, the arm of, and the arm of your phone is right in the middle of your face at times. So can you just so I know. see your handsome face when you're... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah there you go. go. You know what? It's even more handsome because Jay has lost 50 to 60 pounds in the, what, last year? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Pre-COVID, I went on the keto diet. Oh. So oh, that's it, fun. Is it a good thing? You like it? It's, I mean, I, I yeah. know it's hard. It's hard to lose weight, but like, is that a, was that a good way to do it? The keto thing was good. It was for me because you're encouraged to eat meat. Oh, it's I love it now, right? I know. It's like I cut out bread and sugar, and that's it. Wow. How about like exercise? Because I just started exercising again. I I just was getting so fat. I I don't get to exercise like I used to. But I used to walk like two hours a day. Right. And then I got busy with work. So right. that's why I'm on the diet now. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I completely get it. Well, you look good, man. Look great. Thank you very much. You know, brand new studio yeah. space. You moved into a home not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. You guys got to come visit. You're, I want to go back. What's back in that room? Is that where you, what's going on back there? Oh, that is the secret laundry room. That's like one, of those, like one of those Silence of the Lamb basements. <laughs> yeah. Saw? You know, they saw. put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> yep. And the peanuts thing. I noticed you've been drawing your own kind of a pro. Oh, like, we lost sound. Oh, no. You, oh, you hear us? You can't hear us? Uh-oh. Come on. How did that happen? I have to make fun of win. Technology is beating us. How can we not hear him? Blame it. Let's try something. Uh, oh, hold on. Okay. Hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Right. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. What happened? I mind. don't know. Uh, I have a superpower where I can make anything technology wise not work. So oh. Oh. you saw it here first, folks. Techno. This just in. It's just in. My son is watching. Good vibes. No, oh, very good, very good. I can use some good vibes right now. Hi, Ben. But I was just going to say, you've been. I've noticed, like I, I when I can occasionally check in, I like to watch you draw, and I think that's because when I was younger, I used to always like to watch Gene draw. Like that was something I just liked to do was watch him. Except I don't get to see you like do because I used to like to watch Gene's face change as he drew, like expressions he would make, you know, and um. And I'm assuming you're doing something similar, but recently I noticed you're doing the Peanuts characters, but mm -hmm. with your own kind of take on them. That's really cool. Can you just talk like about that a little bit, like what your approach is? 
Yeah. So I'm a lifelong fan of peanuts. Um, I actually corresponded with Charles Schultz once when I was a kid. And his big influence to me is Jim Henson. And so it was just its 70th anniversary, Peanuts, the comic strip. So I decided to draw the some of the characters in my own style. So it's uh, a fun challenge to hit that familiarity while still having your own brand on it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You do that. I, I know really cool. You do that with most brands I see, which is so nice to not just see some duplicate, but to see your flair. You know. Yeah, I mean, some things are more specific than others, um, but usually they've allowed me a free hand to do my own thing. So that's good. That means I'm not just another cog in the machine, I guess. So I want to show you something. I want to show you how I discovered you. This was, I don't even, oh, I guess this was, um, actually, before I show you this, let's, let me step back a second, because I should, we should mention this project of yours, which is a big, what's happening? Deal for you. Oh, what? Nothing. What's happening? Oh, what? my. Just trying to follow. This tell us about Bodhi Troll because this is these are original characters and this is a big project of yours. Yeah. Uh, so Bodhi Troll is my all ages comic about a fairy tale troll who wants to be big and scary, but he's too cute and cuddly, so no one takes him seriously. <laughs> and it's published by Boom Studios. It's been over there for a few years now, and uh, it's sold in like comic shops and bookstores, which has been really beneficial for reaching younger audiences who might not go into a comic shop necessarily. They're more apt to go into a Barnes and Noble or something with their parents. So it's, right. and it's been nice, you know, there's everything that I liked as a kid, fairy tales, monsters, comic strips, all kind of filtered into this fairy tale world that I wanted to create. And that that's issue, that's issue number one, which is available now. Where, where can they find that? Um, if you go to Boom Studios, you can order it directly from their website. Otherwise, it's still available in any bookstore or comic shop available. Cool. And then there's, to follow up on that, you're working on a second one. Here's an image from that, correct? Yes. Yeah. Bodie Troll Volume 2. I'm not sure if we're, we have a subtitle for it or not. We, we did. I think it was Hungry for Adventure, but because of COVID, publishing schedules are out the window. So right now we're not sure when it's getting released, but I'm in the middle of producing it. And I yeah, do cool. everything on it. So it takes forever. Wow. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, who, I showed who, you those. Who, I wanted to go ahead, Billy. No, no. I was just going to ask, like, uh, were, were, were you a fan of Von Bodie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just I feel that. I feel stuff. that a bit in your stuff. Well, my originally, I wasn't seeking to do all ages content. I really wanted to do like underground comic stuff like Vaughn stuff and Robert Crumb and guys like that. But yeah. after a while, I guess my sense of humor softened a bit and I wanted to tell stories everyone could enjoy rather than sure. just a college level humor, if you will. Right, so. right, right. But not just the humor, but like, the, I don't know, there's something of a little, there's some kind of reminiscent style maybe in some way. I don't know if it's the tapered legs or I don't know what it is, but like when Gene, there's a character that Gene created when we were kids uh, based on our dog, Derek. And I always thought, Gene, your influence when you did that character came from Vaughn. Oh, that yeah, completely ripped off the, the, the lizards that he would do. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, same thing with me is the, the tapered leg, the way the leg starts off 
really skinny at the top and you work towards the bottom and the, the legs kind of look like bell bottoms in a way. I yeah. get of that because of Vaughn. I love mm. that. I love that. And, but uh, so what I was going to show you earlier, this is the first piece of art I saw of yours and, and I just fell in love with it. Uh, let me bring it up and then I can, we can talk about it. But this is from oh. a Bodhi troll. Yeah. Wow. That, that was in volume one and that was, gosh, that's an original page there actually. Um, yeah. These are all friends of mine. Uh, from Northern Michigan that I, they uh, all put on a comic convention called Cherry Capital Comic Con. So I drew them onto this page and one of them actually bought the original page, which was cool. But I mm. always love seeing the, the, the blue pencil and uh, just all the mechanisms be, behind the, you know, the final line art. And I love the perspective here. Thanks. Uh, high windows and they're curved a bit. Um, yeah, I call I just, it mirror perspective, so. What did you call it? Funhouse mirror perspective. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love it. Here, here's a quick question. Hmm? Uh, oh, wait a minute. Where'd it go? What? No, it wasn't wow. It just flew away out. Just as I clicked, it moved. Uh, where did you go? Oh, well, here's one. Jesse wants to know who's your favorite Muppet to draw. Do you have a favorite Muppet to draw? Yeah, I do. I mean, I my go-to, well, okay, my all-time favorites are the Land of Gorge characters. Because uh, I love them. You can really do your own thing with them because they're not as recognizable as a lot of the Henson creations. But I absolutely love them. I've been trying to pitch a comic for them for years that has come close, and then eh, nothing happens. And uh, so, yeah, they're my favorite Muppets to draw. Is there one that's just the mo that's really difficult for you that you? You know, have a big challenge. Yeah, actually, the uh, the beautiful day monster. Um, oh, really? I've had difficulty with him because that sometimes his mouth reads as a nose, other times it just looks like a big upper lip, and it's such a careful balance to get that. I also struggled drawing uh, Big Mean Carl. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, because his nose shape kind of goes into his mouth as well into one big piece, and trying to find the right method for doing that took me a few tries wow that's interesting mm. i love beautiful day i've had so much fun on the last i don't know like maybe well since i think actually when we did the jason siegel film i started playing around with him and i just had so much fun because i don't want him to talk i don't want him actually to be able to speak uh so we just do this thing where he loves mints anything really hot so he goes to he just always goes to everybody just puts his hand out and then they give him they know he wants a mint. They give him a mint. He eats it, and then his eyes just go wide because he has that mechanism. <laughs> just so stupid. I have a question follow. for you. Go ahead. Um, what's that? No, go ahead. No, you finished. Go ahead. Well, I couldn't figure out how Beautiful Day's mouth worked because sometimes it looks like Beaker, and you know, it's yeah. I've always... it's, it's pure that. Just yeah, that. that's so. Cool. Maybe that'll help you draw him. Actually, yeah, that's, it helps in my approach because I come at my cartooning from like an actor perspective because I studied theater. So I definitely right. think about physicality and face and body uh, whenever I'm doing characters. So. Yeah, yeah. So Marshall Grover asks, Jay, what was your reaction when you found out that your fan letter to Jim Henson was being included in the MoMI exhibit? It yeah. was the greatest honor of my entire life to be honest um and i owe it entirely to karen falk of the henson company who uh sought me out and there's a long story behind it that ended up in in the 
I wrote Jim when I was 11 years old and Jim hung on to all of his fan letters and all sorts of things for years. And Karen reached out to me maybe five years ago to say, you know, we, we have this letter that you wrote him and his response, which he photocopied and, you know, it's really cool. Here's a scan of it. And wow. that came at a point in my life where I was at a, I was at a very low point in my life. And that was like a very life affirming thing for me to be reunited wow. with that. And then it ends up in the museum not long thereafter. So it's just like a series of amazing occurrences. Right. Can I, yeah. can I read the letter? Cause I think the letter is great. Yeah. Do you mind if I read the letter that you wrote? That'd be awesome. Dear Jim Henson, this letter comes with worry exclamation point. On January 21st, 1986, I was watching The Muppets, a celebration of 30 years, and it got me thinking, The Muppets? 30 years? By the time I grow up, The Muppets will be gone, disappeared, <laughs> nothing more. In other words, I'm just afraid you and all the other Muppet performers just might retire before I grow up to try to work with The Muppets. Signed, a concerned kid, <laughs> Jay Fosgett. P.S. Please write back. We go bye bye. And he drew animal. Such a great letter, Jay. Thank you. Such a great letter. And you know, Gene wrote to to Jim uh, as well. I don't know if I knew that, Gene. Yeah, I didn't. I should have had it ready. But yeah, I did. When I was fourteen, I sent one, and uh, got this was in seven. Actually, well, I'll just grab it off the wall. Hang on. So he wrote. He wrote to him to you know, Gene had created like a letterhead of his own that he had when when he was a kid, just all his characters and his favorite characters kind of in the left corner of the of the letter. And he sent Jim a letter and he sent uh, this back. Oh, he wow. sent, well, I asked him how you make Muppets and he actually sent me instructions back and these postcards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but this was, uh, yeah. Mine didn't make it into Momi though. I know. It's so cool that it's in there. Yeah. I think Jeff McFarlane is in there as well, or at least wise. They found a letter he had written him when he was a kid. Oh, right. Yes. I remember Karen showed that to me too. And uh, it's just kind of funny how so many of us that ended up in the arts in one way or another made that connection and right. valuable to our development, no matter what we ended up doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me show some other things you're doing because then we want to get into some drawing too. And, yeah. um, Actually, where are you from originally, Jay? Are you from Michigan? I'm from Michigan. I grew up in the middle of Michigan, and now I live in the suburbs of Detroit. So, oh right, yeah. And How is that Detroit feel? The, the sound of that Detroit? Oh, I when I was a kid, you know, growing up out in the cornfields of the middle of Michigan, we were all afraid of Detroit. And then you move down here, and you're like, no, this is where cool stuff is. <laughs> and I've been down here for twelve years now, and I would never move away. Um, wow. it's a vibrant artistic area. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever been to Detroit. I, no, I don't think I have. I've always wanted to go. In the early 60s, they had the National Puppeteers Association. I'm going to get that name wrong. The big puppeteering group uh, in America was came to Detroit. It's and the BPG, big puppeteering group. Yeah. That was it, right? And yeah. Bert Elstrom drove Jim around in his convertible, and Jim performed Kermit out of the convertible. Wow. To the just people standing on the street in Detroit, like what the heck? <laughs> this is like early '60s when the Muppets hadn't really hit outside of the East Coast yet, so it was kind of cool to hear about. That's it. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Tell us oh, about this. Oh yeah. 
this was the first thing I was ever hired to do. Well, I, I take it back. No, I'd worked on the Sesame Street comic prior to this, but this was an absolute honor that they reached out to me. Um, this was published by Arkea slash Boom. And some people at the Henson Company were aware of my art already. So they asked me to be a part of this, which was like a huge honor. And we could draw any scenes we wanted from Labyrinth for this big anniversary art book that came out a few years ago. And um, I, I love Ludo. He's one of my favorite characters. I'm real good friends with Rob Mills, who was one of the performers. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so, and I love those goblin characters. I actually cribbed those designs for something I'm doing now in Bodhi, where uh, just something similar with the big helmets, and you never see their faces, this wonky armor, but they're these little <laughs> quiet time bandits looking guys. So, uh, I love that. I love Ludo too. That's a great character. Absolutely. You did a yeah. drawing of me and Ben, my old girlfriend. I want to sh this is what you've done about four or five of us uh, when we saw you at a comic <laughs> convention. And then I They're came puppets. back. Yeah, they were puppets. I and wish I would you guys more Muppety in that because now the arm wire is just, it looks a little twisted. <laughs> and then I sent you this for, for your birthday. Ta-da! With your little Bodie t-shirt. Oh, that's Absolutely gorgeous. That is so trucker. It's incredible. So did you say more trucker? Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, he was a huge influence of mine. Very I'm more glad to hear you say that. Thanks. Yeah, no, I'm a big Mad Magazine fan as well. So all those guys were big influences on my work, even Drucker. And I'll never be the caricaturist he was, but boy, what a king he was. I always loved I almost, Don Martin. Yeah. Don Martin too. I got I got in touch with Mort Drucker's agent once to see about getting a, a caricature, but it was like a couple thousand dollars, so I just I couldn't afford it at the time. No doubt, no doubt. Here's a question from Aunt Sam Thompson Nine: Wasn't Bodie made into a puppet? Yes, twice. Uh, once by James Wojtyl, who built the original Bodie puppet, and then Jamie Bresler, who built the second Bodie puppet uh, a few years afterwards. So. Um, oh wow. Huge honor to have either of those talented people working on them. Is, is yeah. one nearby? Uh, not nearby. Okay. Kind of, kind of in deep storage. I recently have to redo the studio. Uh, I don't have immediate access to him, unfortunately. Because he's big. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's like the size of a toddler. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Who's that behind you? What's that? Sorry, oh. I was asking who's that behind you? This is a character I designed and James Wojtel built for me, Tuck Bodkins. Um, and I just, during COVID, I wanted to have sort of a new creative outlet and I've studied puppetry, I've studied improv, and I wanted to do these short form improv videos with this mm. puppet character, Tuck Bodkins. And my, <laughs> my friend Jules Faulkner made this shirt form. It's little goldfish crackers and- uh, Nice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Bill Jules is a huge fan of yours. She told me to tell you, so she may be watching right now. Who is my, my friend Jules Faulkner? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. well, that's sweet. Hello, Jules. She's crazy for your work, just like most of us. Oh, oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. And she made the shirt. She made the shirt. She made a awesome. whole wardrobe form. She's from London, Ontario, and she made this brilliant uh, Canada sweater and toque for him, a little mittens. Wow, nice. You'll see more of that on my Facebook page in the winter months. How cool. Yeah. 
Um, um, Jesse asks if you uh, like Harvey Kurtzman's work in this Hey Look comics. The Hey Look comics are a big influence on me. Like Harvey Kurtzman, I wish he would have done more cartooning like that that was just nuts out, really Tex Avery-ish kind of cartooning because some of his stuff was a little more illustrative and that he did that for Timely Comics before he started working for EC. And God, his style... Yeah, big influence. Love his Hey Look stuff. I need to buy one of those collections. I know they put out a few. I don't Here's think we've question. ever heard. Go ahead. Do you have Sorry. one, though? Yeah, I just Ashley Colley was asking. I learned about an illustrator called Brett Booth during college not long ago. Do you like his work? Do you know Brett Booth? I am not familiar with the name. Oh. Well, then we don't like him. No, no, that's I'm kidding. <laughs> a lot of these artists I know by seeing their work more than I know their names. So it's a very good possibility I follow his stuff. Okay, here's a broader question, but and probably a hard one to answer, but maybe you have some advice. Jay, do you have any advice for someone who wants to make art their career? Um, depending on what kind of art you want to do, like in my case, working on my school newspaper was my first comic strip opportunity. And that started everything. If I hadn't worked on my college newspapers, various college newspapers doing comic strips, I probably, that was the foundation for what I do now. So mm -hmm. start doing that. Um, I did party caricaturing to put myself through college as well. That's, an, that's a good opportunity. Um, and uh, I, one thing I like to tell artists now is to study acting, like take some theater classes, because if you can tell a story facially and physically, then you can convey that in a drawing and it's going to be much more effective storytelling, sequential art storytelling. So little so that'll get you started. It's so interesting you say that because, you know, what I learned in acting school is that um, your, your behavior, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about behavior. Uh, the dialogue is, is riding under that, right? So you're, what you're interpreting is all about the behavior, your posture and how you're standing and your expression. That's telling the story, you know? And if you can put that into artwork, that's that's what pulls me in. And that's yeah. why I was always so fascinated with Gene making all of his faces and stuff, because I knew it was going in there, you know. Yeah. And it's we don't at least Gene, I'm speaking for myself, but I don't See, look at him. Look at him. I don't try to make the faces when I draw, but it happens. I can feel myself making them. Yeah. Do you come I I heard you um I must have been when I like was uh peeping in on your your drawing sessions online but you mentioned you started out you were ambidextrous growing up yeah i used to be both hand i could draw with both hands up until about first grade i think and then i just relied more on the left but what's funny is that's all i use my left hand for is drawing everything else i'm right-handed really i'm kind of a freak so yeah that's, that's wild and I, you know what i noticed i don't know if this is uh, you're the you're the way your finger presses down mm -hmm. on that thing seems it's interesting to me. I, I don't know if I've seen many people who have that position that they hold. Maybe it yeah. seems more extreme from above it's or something. Load bearing finger, so to speak. This controls everything. So right, right. Yeah, let's, I, see, let's watch that load bearing finger, Gene. Come on. Let's hope let's the watch him load it. Will uh, still work for us here. But so what did, what made you, um, do you, do any of your parents, were they artists or uncles or aunts? Is this kind of in your family? No, that's, that's the thing is, so I'm adopted and came from a very 
cool blue collar family who didn't have any artistic ambitions, but they certainly supported mine. So I was left alone a lot to entertain myself with a stack of paper and I just took to it. And you, uh, you and Kirk Thatcher have a similar background. Oh, really? Yes. He was adopted and, and had very supportive parents. Uh, yeah. Nope. I didn't know that. That's, and I'm friends with Kirk too. We should talk about that. Like blood. Oh brother. yeah. Yeah. Oh wait! No, I'm not seeing your your image there, Mr. J. Yeah, I gotta because we didn't do anything with it for a while. It kind of oh, sorry. I have an idea. Why don't you guys work on that, and we can announce our finalists. Oh yeah, oh, I I can't really help Jay, so I'll do the I'll announce with you. <laughs> Why don't we take? I'm gonna take Jay off for right now. Okay. okay? So he can work oh. on that. Okay. And uh, we can announce our finalists. Yes. Hope everybody's tuned in. I'm Everybody there? Hmm? Everybody there who wants to know who's going to be? I hope so. I All saw right. Fergie earlier. I see Scott Joy and I see uh, Dwayne. And Again, this is going to be on. Gene, when is our big event? It's going to be live Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Pacific. This coming Sunday is the 18th. 18th, yes. And our third judge is going to be the wonderful Carmen, Carmen Osbar. Osbar. Yay. Go uh, after the show. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, why don't we alternate names? We'll put drum rolls. And... Oh, Jay, I think you're on to something there. All right, you want to go first? Let's bring him on. He looks like he could join us now. Now uh, he's set. Here, you want to hear who we're, who's going to be on the show next week? I sure. Our big, our, big uh, our musical America's Got Muppet Talent. Mm-hmm. All right, Gene, ready? You going to announce right. number one? Yeah. Jay Foskett. What? No. I'm already here. <laughs> you don't want me to sing. All right, it was a right. joke. Good. Number one, drum roll, please, Billy. <gasps> Jordan Brownlee. Woo! Okay. okay, Gene, drum roll, please. Chris Pfizer. <laughs> Deborah Fourth. Stacy Henson. Number five, Scott Joy. Yeah, I know you just heard that. Number six, Cassidy Lewis. Number seven, Thelonious John. Number eight, Fergie Philippa Rust. Number nine, Frank Simpson. Yay! How did Frank say woohoo before I announced his name? 
he was cheering for Fergie. Yeah. Okay, cool. And All the right. final list. Number 10, our last final, Liana Rivera. <laughs> you want to run them down, Jane, real quick? What? Yeah, let's run them down one more time. Good. Jordan Brownlee. Yeah. Oh, I see. No, good. You just do them all. All right. Jordan Brownlee, Chris yeah. Pfizer, Deborah yeah. Forth. Whoa. Stacy Hansen. Uh huh. Scott Joy. Yes. Cassidy Lewis. Uh huh. Thelonious John. Yes, sir. Fergie Philippe August. That's right. Frank Simpson. Yeah. And Liana Rivera. Fabulous, everyone. Thank you Sorry all. Sorry to those for... of you who weren't chosen. There were there were plenty of other really talented people out there, but you know, maybe we'll have another episode down the road. We'll see. But, and and uh, you know, in, in all fairness, too, like there have been some double songs. So even though there were great songs, we had to make a choice of how many of the same song because people, you know, audition with similar songs. But we tried to give it a nice cross section of people from all ages, from all walks of life, all types of fruit. Uh, vegetables, uh, meats, tofu. Liana's going to cry. <gasps> Liana's going to cry. And Fergie, it's a big honor. Oh, and thanks. Scott says Go thanks. And Lisa Storrs. And uh, anybody else? And and uh, um, Cassidy Lewis is happy. She got chosen. Great. Anybody Let's else out there? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Who do we have to wait, shut wait, off? Wait, 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 wait. Whose mic goes oh. off there? That's better. Okay, cool. There we go. I just wanted to bring that up before he had to reset all that stuff again every time. <laughs> I've going off. said it twice since you guys have been doing that. I know. Sorry, Jay. Right. Sorry. Oh, it's not your fault. The website's a little wonky. All right. So, so uh, everybody got that, right? We have 10 finalists for our show next Sunday. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Also, just to remind people who are on listening, who just did become a finalist, please, uh, just a, a thing, if you could keep your uh, your number or your routine uh, to two minutes, no longer than two minutes, if you can. If it goes a little over, no, don't worry so much. But as close as you can to two minutes, it'd be really helpful because we were going to go with eight, eight finalists, but we felt like we needed 10 because there were too many good ones. So we're going a little longer than we thought. So please, if you can, keep them up to, to no more than two minutes, and that would be great. And we look forward to seeing you then. Yeah. And don't worry, we're going to be in touch through email or text to give you all the details you'll need yes. before then. We, we might even be doing some tech tests with you guys ahead of time. So just relax. We'll be in touch plenty of time. Awesome. And I'll read them again at the end of the show, just in case somebody tuned in late. Okay. Great. Thanks, Jay, did, for letting us do that. Billy, did you mention that Jay was wanted to draw the two of us? Well, you know, it's funny. We were out. I again, I snuck in on one of his things, and didn't didn't that come up? I don't know how we, because you said you had you had drawn us separately. Yeah, and I said, well, why don't you come on and draw us together? <laughs> <Perfect> opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you're into that or yeah. whatever you want to do. This is this is what I do. Uh, it's going to be a little delayed here, as you'll see. But, uh, right, right. Well, that's okay. All right. We can just we'll take some questions uh, while you're drawing. Thank you, John. John lets us know it's a great show, and he's lying like on his that, side right now. 
I like that guy, John Desiderio. He looks so familiar to me. Oh, well, some you know, he's got one of those generic faces. Yeah, I think he, he's, it must oh. be one of those Italian guys. Thanks for asking, Cassidy. What's the prize for winning? Yes. Well, you're going to share it? Now, of course, it's all about just, uh, might as well show oh. it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's all about the fun, really, right? It's about just people enjoying each other. And, and uh, but we thought Gene created something by his own two hands. Would you look at this beautiful plaque? Oh, that's sweet. Oh. Hand painted by your name. Barretta. Your name will go right in there, diagonally under champion. On the back, Billy and I will, you'll have, um, we're going to put our signatures in a little envelope on the back for you to have. So we'll be signing it. And there's your little trophy, your little America's Got Talent with the date and everything. So hope well, you like it. It's great. And like Gene said, it's about, you know, just doing it, having some fun and spreading some smiles out there. That's all we want you guys to do is make people smile. And I'm, we know you will based on what you're going to do and what you're going to sing. And uh, it's, it'll be really fun. So thank you all for doing it. Marshall asks pig's feet. <laughs> Okay, Bill. Yes. How fun is it? Uh, was it having Pepe audition for a smoke monster from Lost? What is oh my that? God, I'm the worst. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even remember. It, it's from. It, we did the. We did the. We did a thing with the the producer, the creators of Lost some video stuff and the characters were auditioning for the, I think the last the season finale or something, but I can't remember what I did. I'm, I apologize. I'll just say it was, it was a lot of fun. Let me tell you something, folks. I'm the, by default, I'm the family archivist because honestly, I'm not exaggerating. Billy forgets jobs he did the week after. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll ask him, so anything I need to put on the list to search for? I don't think I did anything. And then a year later, I'll discover something out of the blue. And when did you do this? Did I do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't forgot it's to it, show Gene's Gene's cool T-shirt um, episode, whatever. Yes. This my cat T-shirt from from the actual cavern in Liverpool. My friend Stuart Reeves got me when he was over there in Liverpool visiting. So there's my cool cavern T-shirt. Did you guys see that documentary on Netflix about, it was mostly about the Beatles in their Liverpool days. Hey, and Jay. It, uh, yeah. Hey, are you you're supposed to be drawing? Yeah. What? Okay. What no, just kidding. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't see that. No. It's really cool because they interview everyone except the surviving Beatles. And it's a lot of sour grapes from these guys. Yeah, John Lennon couldn't really play as great as they said. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> ukulele in this song or <laughs> that's funny i haven't said do you, you don't remember the title do you um no i don't but it's easy to find it's like the only beatles doc on there right now i think so you know what jay you know what you've got going here you got those little hairs that gene gets all flustered about that stick out on the side of his head this is my covid hair he gets all worried that's why i've been They're wearing sticking, a hat lately are these sticking out <laughs> Look at Gene. Look at that. That's you. Look at you. <laughs> so good. That's so good. Um, wait, but you were just saying, what was it? Uh, oh, no. 
Oh darn! I forgot what we were going to. Something about the about the, the cavern. No, it was oh. the lost thing. I can't remember. Sorry, but I think it's important that this comes up. Mango juice art. Thinks I'm just awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. Is this the first we've heard from Mango Juice Art? I think so, and I'm I'm really excited about how they feel. Hmm. He doesn't feel very much about me, I guess. <laughs> uh-uh. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Can't win them all. So, so, um, so Jay, mm. when you're not drawing, mm -hmm. what 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 kind of <laughs> gets you? Wait. What gets, Give me your eyes. I love them. Yeah. They're like the half eyes. eyes I used to do. Yeah. Uh, what what <laughs> gets you? What gets your boat? Floats your boat when you're not drawing. What gets you excited is doing as or, or as close to drawing. I should say. Maybe. Well, so the sad thing is, I'm one of the few cartoonists that likes to draw in his free time. So I'm always drawing, no matter. Oh, what. Wow. Um, I I love movies. Though. I'm a big movie fan. So uh, I always have a movie on while I'm drawing, or uh, if I'm not drawing. I'm usually getting a lot of ideas from movies and stuff. So. Right. I love it. <sighs> what, uh, do you have a favorite movies? Oh my God. My favorite movie of all time is uh, Frank Oz's Little Shop of Horrors. Really? Oh my God. I saw that movie like a million times when I was 12 years old in the theater. And I've owned it on every kind of uh, media that they've had available except for Laserdisc, so. Wow. Guess what I, uh, movie Billy owns in every media? In every format, I mean. Guess. You have to guess. All right, I'll give it. Uh, um, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. My all-time favorite. I, it, my all -time I favorite. grow into it though. Like for a couple of years there, like I remember in the beginning of the movie, and when they show Jimmy Stewart as a kid and the old drunk shopkeepers like beating the crap out of him. I'm like, how is this Snack. the greatest Christmas movie ever? But then I I put it together. And uh, I'm like, no, this makes sense. I like this. I like the let's beat the snot out of Jimmy Stewart as a kid movie. Well, he smacked his ear. His bad ear made it bleed. Right, which you was know? really disturbing if you think about yeah. it. But yeah. you know, it's great. It was great. But how great that they made him drunk. Like, you know, it was just yeah. about storytelling. It wasn't about who's watching and is it okay for this person? Yeah. Is it okay for that kid? It was just telling a, a, a story. And if you don't invest in that kind of stuff, then it doesn't pay off at the end. You you know that's what made it makes it so emotional for me. At the end is yeah. all those people in his life that come to help him, even though we see them go through all these things with him that we may not like, you know, or agree with, and they all still show up for him. It's pretty great. The scene where uh, they're younger and the dance floor kind of peels away and they fall in the water. Yeah. Did you know that's alfalfa that does that to them? Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Carl yeah. Schwitzer, Schweitzer. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought that it looks still looks just like him too. Never lost. Oh, yeah. Huggish face. I was just watching. Speaking of that, um, Saturday, one of the local theaters put on a, a Halloween festival that you subscribed and you watched on your own TV. And they showed a bunch of horror films, earlier ones. And we were watching The Bat with Vincent Price. And guess mm. who was in it? Darla from The Little Rascals. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Oh, so I, I, you could I, you could see it. I I had asked Frank about um, 
when he was directing Little Shop of Horrors. Because um, I've always loved that one shot, uh, Suddenly Seymour, when he runs up the staircase mm -hmm. and the big crane shot and it follows him and comes around the front went just as they come together. And uh, Gene, remember I, we were asking, you know, how you designed that shot. And he said the shot was created in his mind first and they built the set around that. Right. So he had this idea of that happening and then they built the staircase and they built the balcony and they built the balcony in the back where the girls are back. You know, all of it was just in his head. Man. That's incredible. I mean, there's such yeah. artistry to that movie and the sets and the miniatures and everything that they did. It's yeah, breathtaking. And, and how smart was it to have the performances of the plant singing slower? So then oh, you yeah. have that fluidity. Oh my God, blows my mind still. Yeah, and they and he wasn't sure going into it. He wasn't sure how they were going to do that because he was so much into really good lip sync, and he was worried that it wouldn't be that way. And they they figured it out as they were rehearsing. I think. Yeah. Oh, take remember this. Thank you, Jonathan Bert and Ernie are in It's a Wonderful Life too. True. That's right. True. That's right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, look at this cool caricature. And and Bert and Ernie are actually also in Forrest Gump. Oh really? Yeah, they're on the TV when he yes. goes when he first meets Young Forrest watching them. Yeah. I love Another it. great movie, Forrest Gump. Look really? at that. Oops. Let's go Sorry. Back. <laughs> I like my my mouth. <laughs> what are, what are we gonna think? do with this now? I'll mail it. What do people? Maybe we should make. Maybe we should add this to the uh, the prize for uh, for America's Got Muppet Talent, or or not? I shouldn't even say. <laughs> no, we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. Let's erase that part. I want it. <laughs> now what do we have? You have to cut it in half, Jay. <laughs> Or I could do individuals. That's also an option. So, okay. actually, can you can we request a drawing? Yeah, of course. Something? Of course. I love watching you do this. How about can you draw what Jim and Frank's child would look like? What their <laughs> child would look like? Uh huh. Let me see here. This I is have to go with no hair on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Our Jim and Frank yeah. teenager. How about Jim and Frank teenager? That way, if you want to incorporate hair, it might be something you want to do. Gene's going to do Jim and Frank. Yeah, I'll, let me take my All right, I'll take some questions. Wait, where's. Oh, okay. You're both off. Can I hear you, though? Oh, I can't hear you guys that way. Why? You come okay, you there we back. go. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I'll take some questions. Let's see. Oh, now, every time I click on one, it jumps. Bill, what was it like having Rick Moranis on Muppets tonight? Um, great. I mean, uh, he, he was, wait a minute, Rick Moranis. We didn't have Rick Moranis on Muppets tonight, did we? We had Martin Short. Did we have Rick Moranis on Muppets tonight, Jesse? You should know, but. Are you sure about that? I don't remember what he did. I remember Martin Short was on. He did several characters. Billy Crystal. 
What when was he was on? I don't even remember. That's so terrible. I see another more proof. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Jay, have you seen Emmett Otter? Asks Lauren. Oh yes, the times. Absolutely love Emmett Otter. There's some beautiful songs in that. I listen to the soundtrack every day. I got that uh, on iTunes years ago, and uh, I just listened to it this afternoon, as a matter of fact. Oh, you did? Yeah, we sang that at Jerry's uh, memorial. Oh, boy. Yeah. I have that cool video of you and Kevin seeing it uh, in rehearsals. Oh, right. Uh, let's am see. I, uh, am I allowed to show that or not? Uh, probably. It's just me and Kevin. Do you want me? I'll bring it up in a second. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mango juice. Here's another mango juice. What are you saying, mango? Bill, was what's your favorite? Oh, what's your favorite moment to perform? That's always a really hard question. Mango juice art, because uh, I just I like them for all different reasons, you know. And it's a really boring answer. But I do. I just it depends on what they're doing, uh, what kind of scene it is. Pepe, I love for reasons because oh, did he's you also your based on my wife's aunt. Yeah, my camera. Oh working no! Working all of a sudden. Bummer. I'm gonna add that. I'm gonna add that. Oops! I have to click you off there. And that. I have to click. Oops! It went away, Jay. Yeah, it's loading right now. Hold on. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I don't know why it keeps doing this. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so just different reasons. Like Pepe's based on my wife's aunt, so I love him because of that. Uh, Johnny Fiamma based on family members. I like them for all different reasons. Sorry, it's really boring, Mango, but uh, that's the truth. Uh, Jay. Yeah. From one artist from BLZ66 says, Jay, one artist to another, how do you manage artistic burnout? Um, following. It's not like you do burnout. I, I get burnout all the time, especially these days, but following other artists and deriving inspiration from other you know, movies or books or whatever makes all the difference to me. Um, and sort of gives me a fresh perspective. Plus, always making sure I take time to draw something specifically for myself. Um, because if you're ultimately, if you're not having fun doing it, you should, there's a million other things you could do for more money and less effort. Um, <laughs> like? Oh, geez. Uh, mailman. Oh, mailman makes way more money than most cartoonists. So. Right. But then you got to handle people's mail. I'm okay with that. Oh, you are. All right. Well, I already mail out commissions. So it's sort of the same thing. Got it. Got it. Uh, some reason it's not oh man come on. oh wait it's coming you're there i am yeah i just had you hold on it should be i see it here reason it's there coming. you are you're there i am oh. okay there we go there we are i don't know why i guess it was through some lag or something so that's okay we're good now wait i'm gonna go tight <laughs> oh it went away again no. oh no, it's back now it's back <laughs> Next time we do this, I'm just going to come visit you guys. We'll do it in studio. That way you can be good idea. cameras. That's yeah. a good idea. Here, look at them. There's baby 
And what are, what's their name? Jank? <laughs> Prim. Jink. Now you see, they didn't have, they didn't play with they didn't play with puppets yet, but they were getting used to things with just wearing like oven mittens. Oh right. I think we should call them Frim and Jink. I'm okay with that. I think yours is Jink, uh, Jay. Okay. Jeans is Frank. Oh no, wait, Frim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put them both up. Wait, can I put them both up? Oh, wait. How do I do that? So, wait, if I go, I take this. No, wait, what's happening? Oh, I see. Okay. How do I get rid of if I just want to put. I can't, I don't know what, I can't picture their real character characteristics. So, I'm just kind of going for the major character, the major features. I was kind of thinking so, about the uh, Bonnie Erickson design puppets of them. Oh, hmm. right. You know, so something a little more simplified and character. <laughs> yeah. But, mine looks a little, you know, mine looks like William M. Gaines. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so Frem is a baby and Jink is his older teen brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Let me see what other we what else do we have? Uh Lauren Riccardi says Deborah oh I guess Deborah must Deborah Forth must have mentioned that she sees Dave Goals in Frank. Frank. Yeah, I can which, see that. It certainly has which one is uh, Frank? This mine is teenager. Probably has Dave's height. So <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Let me look for some more questions. Congratulations, Deborah. Bill, are any characters? Are there? Oh, are there any characters I hated to perform? Uh, you said you hated, hated performing Rolf, right? No, just kidding. I hate all of Jim's characters. No, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I hate them. I mean, Earl Sinclair wasn't a blast all the time. I can tell you that. That was hard. Uh, but out of Muppets, Big Mean Carl is probably the hardest and probably the one that I could hate the most if I did. But I just love, I love being him. So can't say I hate him for that. How do you perform him, Bill? Oh, it's so stupid. I, um, I have to, because he's big. So somebody else always does the hands, mm -hmm. right? And inside of him, at the back of his so there's the top part of his head, mm -hmm. right? And that I grab, there's like a, what do you call it? It's like, I don't know, like a handle in a sense that my whole hand can grab. Mm -hmm. It holds up. I can basically hold him up with that thing, except his mouth drops down, right? So can you imagine you've got something in there and you're holding up this big thing and the mouth just flops. Mm -hmm. Then I reach in with my left hand and I grab the dowel that goes into his bottom jaw. Okay. Right. So I'm kind of like, kind of like, if I were down below, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this with the bottom jaw. Sure. Right. Right. But then I have to hide behind him. So if the camera were there looking at me, right, and I'm facing that way, I have to do this to look behind to stay 
behind his neck and look at a monitor back there and then I have to operate him this way. Oh, that sounds tricky. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. So I'm looking behind and then somebody else is then in front of me doing the arms mm -hmm. up in his in his baggy body. And then there's someone between that person and myself who's reaching up into the throat bag. Oh, uh, for things that have to go in or come out or, you know. So, yeah, it's not easy. Gene, who's mm -hmm. who your biggest influence is as an artist? Mm. Well, uh, as just, you know, an individual, like an all all around artist is Da Vinci, probably. He's, I was a huge he was a huge inspiration just from a really young age, just something about him being the Renaissance man and his lifestyle and all, you know, all its great work. And uh, as far as style wise, when I was in my teens, it was probably like you mentioned, Mort Drucker, Von Bode. Um, those, they were huge. I would copy their work all the time, wanted to be them. Uh, so those are those are three huge ones, um, I would say. How about you? Um, from a cartooning perspective, I followed a lot of comic strip artists more than anyone when I was super oh, young. Oh, sorry. Frank Frazetta was a huge one, although oh. I never really tried to imitate him. How, how could anybody? But Frank was a genius. Um, he, he drew little Abner better than Al Cap. So... <laughs> Uh -huh. Oh, how about, well, Robert Crumb was another huge one, too. Yeah. Oh, let me show you something. Entertain yourselves. Can I, I have a request. Can I have these two drawings? No. Yeah. And Gene, you can keep the one of the two of us. I love these. I bought a, a book of Robert Crumb's early comics from when he was just a kid drawing them on notebook paper. And uh -oh. didn't. Didn't realize it at the time, but it's autographed by him. So no uh, way. Yeah, it was like a shrink wrapped book, and they never told. I don't think the people who sold it knew, or it would have cost me a lot more. So wow. Right. Is that so? So I'm sorry. Can I just? I just want to. Is the um, is that kind of Ernie's shirt for Jim? I think so. You know, I just yeah. whenever I think of doing kids, and that's because of Charles Schultz and and Bill Watterson, I do a striped shirt or something. So. Yeah. Plus, I watch a lot of Leave It to Beaver, and the kids kind of dress like with their high water pant cuffs and things like that. <laughs> yeah. So this Billy and Christina and Jackson got me this for my was my birthday or Christmas one year. I don't remember, but these were these limited edition. Oh yeah. Sketchbooks. Oh my gosh. Crumbs. This this is the stuff. If you saw the movie Crumb, the sketchbooks that he traded for a home in in France. Yeah. This isn't even all of them, but. They're all in here. Uh, I'm not going to take them all out, but it came with a a uh, lithograph that he hand painted. Let me show you that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Beautiful. There's my hand painted Robert Crumb. How cool is that? There's yeah. a great uh, great bookstore actually in Beverly Hills. Um, that has all kinds of amazing stuff like that in there. That's where we found that. Here's an interesting question. Why every time I go to click on one, it goes away? Bill, do you remember Dell's punchline? Do you guys know 
Dell, who Dell is by any chance? The Dell is. Yeah. So Dell and Augie and Dell were from uh, the late night buffet pilot that we did. And then we took Dell to uh, Las Vegas for the comedy festival or something. And so I think it's, I think it's something like Dell's comedy binge or something, Vegas comedy binge. And he's sitting with a table full of comedians at some point. And uh, they're all telling jokes and, uh, and then Dell tells one, but they bleep the punchline. Uh, I could say, oh, now I just realized I probably can't do it. Can I say it? Should I do it? I would do it. I, he said, why, why, did, why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know why. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Now you know your audience. Your audience. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I'm going to take away the. Oh, wait, can I, Gene? How do I get rid of the. Can what? I. I don't want to. I don't want to make the. I just want to have you guys up there. And how do we get. Without getting rid of the drawings completely? Oh, you just. Think uh, we're, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, thanks. Man, it's complicated. There. Wow. Hang on. I'm finding something here. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, it's 403. I think we've tortured our friend enough. Uh, okay, hang on. Torturing me. That was fun. I don't want to see what? this. Hang on. What did we do? Torturing me? Oh, torturing you? Oh, good. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, why don't you, Bill, why don't you read the finalists again while I'm pulling this up? Okay. Uh, very exciting. We are finalists for next week's show. America's Got Muppet Talent. And uh, let me tell you something. There's some really good stuff. And it's a it's a really fun cross-section of, of fun. Uh, Jordan Brownlee, Chris Pfizer, Deborah Forth, Stacey Henson, Scott Joy, Cassidy Lewis. Oh, I have the wrong, I'm going to say the wrong name. What's the right name for number seven, Jane? Oh, Thelonious John. Thank you. Fergie Philippe and I, we're going to have to ask the correct pronunciation for his last name because I feel like I should say Augusta, or a, I don't know if it's August or Augusta. Uh, Frank Simpson and Liana Rivera. And Jay Fosgett will be performing as well. Nobody wants He'll that. be opening. Maybe. All right, so check yeah. this out. Aren't you going to do that spoons thing that you do? Spoon. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring my jug. All right, good. Yeah. All right, here we go. Check this out, fellers. What were Kevin. you saying, Billy? Such a beautiful voice, Kevin's voice. That was uh, we were uh, rehearsing for um, what was that, Carnegie Hall? Yeah, it was the Jim Henson's uh, musical. What was it called? World of Jim Hen World of Jim Henson. Wait, I'll get it. Hang on. No. Um, but this was that was all at the Carriage House the day before rehearsing. Right. Jim Henson's right. musical world at Carnegie Hall on. 
April the 14th, 2012. So he told you I was a family archivist. Here's I've a joke. Lots of... Go ahead. Ashley Collie says, Bill, what did the dog say about his trip to the zoo? God, that was a shit zoo. <laughs> shit zoo. Can I tell you the joke my son wrote? Can I just tell you the joke my son wrote when he heard Jay? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I have to do a book what? plug. What? Oh, book I illustrated yeah. for Joy Behar, Shih Tzu Cockapoo Poo. It's part <laughs> Shih Tzu, part Cocker Spaniel, and part Poodle. Very good. Uh, uh, so he wrote this when he was five. We were driving on our way to school, and I said, let's just see if we can make up jokes. And so we would just say something, and then we would add something and see if it could turn into a joke. It was just a game. And he said, Dada, what did the man say to his own poop? What'd he say? Is that me or you? <laughs> <laughs> I love toilet humor. Come on. That's a good one. That's a great He didn't one. even realize it was a joke. He just said it. And I <laughs> my mouth dropped. And he started laughing because I started laughing. Hey, Knight Rider, look at this. Knight Rider saw the concert four times. Or cried for it. She saw the concert, cried four times during the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice. Because it was only two shows, right? Was it just the one day, two shows? Two shows? See, I don't even remember that. I thought it was one show. I think there were two. I don't think so. Oh, I think so. I don't think so. Because I remember pulling footage from the internet of different nights or something. But I've got so much cool behind the scenes footage. I should just ask whoever catalogs that stuff if they want it because let's go driving what's that hmm. let's go driving yeah let's do that where like, do you want to go yeah no we don't Can you go get in your car come on bring your phone with you it won't work man why because i'm not as good behind the wheel <laughs> i'm not as entertaining when i'm trying to drive unless yeah. control then it's hilarious so. It, was it was two, two shows. shows. What? Yeah, I thought so. I wasn't there. <laughs> you weren't. I wasn't there. Sorry, I guess that's right. All right. Anything else, or is, is that it? Well, I feel like uh, it's 408, Eugene. 408? Yeah, look, we've got yeah. a big show coming oh, no, up. Sorry, my time. Sorry. I see. Yeah, yeah sorry. Oh, so look, I want those drawings. How do I get them? Damn it. I'll mail them. Gene. You have to come visit. Nuh-uh. <laughs> yes, please. I would love it. I'll send you my address if you don't mind. I would love those. Well, if you send me, Jay, how about if you send me? Oh, we'll talk about it after. Okay. Ah. Well, okay. gang, uh, do we want to, we have two, I just have three more drawings here real quick. I just want to show a little bit more of what Jay has done so people can keep looking out for his work. He's doing a bunch of Fraggle Rock stuff. So good. Yeah, I actually got to write that as well as Whoops. draw it. I shouldn't have Oh, done you did? That. Yeah. You wrote... Wow. Yeah. And the only thing I really had to redo was uh, I wasn't drawing Doozer structures, Doozer towers to specifications, so I had to redraw all those, and that was- Oh, wow. And How there's cool. this. This was a cover for Avengers spinoff book from Marvel. 
That's mm -hmm. cool. Look at the Hulk. Oh. And they and always, what's cool about the Marvel covers is that they always let me write my own gags for the cover. So it didn't necessarily have to reflect what was happening in the book. Oh, wow. And then there's one more here. This one is pretty cool. A little bit of Marvel for you. Come on. There we go. Baby Groot. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, thank you. What's he, what's he catching? Oh, Gene. Sorry. Uh, just a space fish. Farting. Oh, I see. Right. What's the bait, though? I can't see what the bait is. Oh, it's just this little, like a worm with rabbit ears and buck teeth, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way my imagination works. So, uh -huh. so, again, this is another situation where I got to come up with the own gag, my own gag. I wrote or wrote it, drew it, and colored it myself, too, which was a lot of fun. Wow. What did you, is it all digital? Uh, actually, no, this was a traditional piece. Seriously. Uh, I only started going all digital the last couple of years. Uh, I think when I was working for, started working for Disney on the Donald Duck books because. So the skies, the skies. Um, oh no, uh, the sky is digital. That's like, uh, okay. it's color. I should say it's colored digitally, but I drew it in pen and ink. So. Okay. Right. Right. Pretty certain. Jonathan Sloman was just saying that he can see a Chuck influence. Big Chuck Jones fan. Very yeah. much. Uh, my favorite is the Daffy Duck cartoon, Deduce, you say, where he was uh, <laughs> Dorlock Holmes. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I like? Uh, you guys, uh, have you seen the new Mickey Mouse cartoons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like them. I uh, one of my buddies was a designer and storyboard artist on that series. I almost got to work on that series. Um, hmm. That's another reason I went digital because I was working pen and ink at the time, and they're like, "Oh, we really need you to work digitally so you can, you know, wow. off." So that's when I started working digitally. Yeah, wow. I mean, they're beautiful stylistically. They're beautiful. They're animated beautifully, and and they're pretty much wordless, right? Occasionally, yeah. a word here or there. They are very, yeah, yeah very much. Um, and I believe all the animation is actually done in Canada and France. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. There so was, I saw one episode that was all in French. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That was the background. Croissant? For croissant? croissant? <laughs> Just, no, was it croissant or was it something else? Something, there was it a was. food they kept saying. Yeah. Well, okay, gang. We have a big all show right. Sunday. And Jay. Uh, Jay's, Jay needs to rehearse for that. Yeah. yeah Got to get his spoons out. But Jay, thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming on, man. I'm glad we just... Oops. Sorry, say that again. It was fun. I had a blast. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Thanks for, like, setting up all the tech stuff that probably may be crazy, but we appreciate it. People, no. I think, really enjoyed watching, and I love watching you draw. So thank I'll you. be sneaking into your little... What, what do we call them when you just kind of... Is that a random thing? You just decide you're going to do it? I started doing it randomly. I used to plan them out and advertise them. And I called it Fozcast. Uh, ah. So I was doing that for a while. And now I just, if I'm bored and I just sneak on there like a ninja, people seem to yeah. like that. So. You know why yeah, you do those? You know why you do those, Jay? Why? I think you know why. Because you're Jay Foskett. And, and I do what I want. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs>
is. My friend actually printed a T-shirt that said, I'm Jay Fosgett and I do what I want. And then she's like, damn it, why did I get him that shirt? He always wears it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank really you. appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Right. Take it easy. Can't See wait for ya. my drawing. For my jink. Or Jim. Yeah, jink. Jink. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon. See you later. All right. See ya. There he goes. Awesome. awesome. We're on the wrong side. Did you notice that? There we now go. We now oh. I'm in balance. Ah, it feels better. Ah. Well, okay. Who's going to get it? Oh, God, look at me. I'm yawning and everything. It's getting a little casual around here. You know what? I was just, this has been things. a really sloppy show for me. We just click like, things, things come up, and I, I yawn. I've, I've been really sloppy today. I've been talking over people and uh, and uh, it's clicking life. things in and out. That's life. That's how it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are you going to hey, do? I, I, I've, earned, I've earned the right to mess up one or two, because the other ones I do are perfect. That's right. So, you know. That's just how it goes sometimes. You can't be perfect all the time. Lesson learned. Not that I want to be perfect all the time, because I can't. Well, you know what? Um, I would say... And you do it. And again. And again. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to thebarettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.